say everyone um it's i'm still sort of in shock because it's just so insane to think about what this ayahuasca medicine has done and for it to truly take you back to your origin and it's almost it's surreal it's insane to know that you've known nothing and um that you have been in so much ignorance and you know lived in really hell so I, I had no idea it's almost like I was fossilized in hell and I kind of fell asleep and I had no idea and that is the power of trauma and fear it's, it's, it's really like waking up from a deep sleep in which you know you were drugged or something and the things that keep you there are terror and with it you know obligation and guilt and shame and the the way it's interesting it's it's almost like if you if you are traumatized or you've been overwhelmed with trauma early on i literally was living in about 2% of consciousness i would say it's like it's almost like there's this whole blotting paper and there's a tiny the whole thing is black other than this tiny little thing Actually, in ceremony, I was told, no, it was completely black. So my hope for a tiny piece of consciousness was a joke, actually, Mr. Robley. It was black. And I had no idea the evil that was done to me. I mean, like, none. I blacked out, reinvented, rebranded, disappeared, agreed you know, became the spokesman for evil and was a prisoner and a hostage of pure evil. So the story is that I was essentially sold off to a pedophile ring of sorts. That's basically it, by a parent. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Um... It's like that, so what's dying or what the, uh, the, this incredible medicine has been cleansing and removing has been the person I built to refuse the truth. So if there's terror, there's a strategy to, for survival, right? Camouflage armor a story something 
mine was sort of a multifaceted thing. It was blacking out. It was inventing a person around the evil. It was powerlessness. It was camouflage. It was they need to, you know, be taken care of, otherwise I'll die. It was just this horrific, um, horrific situation. And if, if you look from the outside, it's like, well, that's quite normal as a normal family. But this is what's so powerful about these traumas is like you don't know anything because all of it's happening when you're little. And you have no choices when you're little. You have no, you can't decide anything. You're just overwhelmed. I mean, it's, um, so this terror was so overwhelming that my whole life was shut down. Like I was at the bottom of the ocean. Literally, it's where I was. That's why I had this image always at the bottom of the ocean, looking up. I was completely shut down in the name of evil. I mean, it's literally like a 100-foot wave. But this was a pedophile ring. My parents sold me out to a pedophile ring. It's just insane. And... I was so tricked and used and abused and tricked is really the term. One of the things I didn't understand to me is why he said to me when I left for New York, and again, I had no idea, you know, I thought I was just, I had to fulfill these obligations. I had to go to Cambridge, didn't get to Cambridge, came to New York. He said, oh, you're going for good, aren't you? I had no idea why he said that. Like. Like I knew, and I knew nothing because I'd blacked it all out. Um, I had no idea this piece of evil. So, what happens, and what the medicine does, and I don't know what your trauma is. This was very pretty ugly, and. Um, just so awful. Um, and all the machinations behind it, like why he did it and who he was. It was just... Um, <coughs> one... An interesting thing of this of the medicine is that so in order for you to survive, I'd never realized how powerful this. So, so I had built layers of resistance and story and branding and there was all sorts of glues of you know, blame and, and things and guilt. And, and I had a very powerful ego, armor, whatever you want to call it. It was huge. So I was very far away from the actual event or 
You know, I mean, I was emotionally far away from it. I was, it was just all hidden. And, but it was a huge continent of a storage room of stuff I'd had to disappear in order for me to, for this to carry on, right? So, <coughs> it's, it's such an insane cleansing. And it's been going for five years. I remember somebody at the facilitator at one of the, at the um, retreat had said, you know, yeah, it's going to take some time. I didn't realize. I thought it would just be over. Like I know that they did this, so therefore I know. And but again, you know, as I said, the the actual taking the ayahuasca is just a treatment plan. Then little by little, she's gonna, you know, cleanse all your stories and all your resistances. So in my resistant life, I had one story. Here was this man. He'd worked so hard for us. He'd helped us. You know just insane. He'd given me so much. Again, insane. I owed him everything. Insane. This guy um, used my mother to get to her family and then went to England and then used me, sold me out to a pedophile ring for money to start his business. That, and then bullied me to do well. So he couldn't do it to my mother because her parents had the company, <coughs> right? So he did it to me. It's just insane. So you're, if, if you've been traumatized, like I was carrying this horrific truth about this human being. I had no idea. I had it buried. I had blacked out. I couldn't believe when the ayahuasca showed me like this, you know, split screen, like it was, one was all black and then there were the Indians pulling me out. I had no idea. I was like, how can it just be a, a split, a black, all black? There must have been something redeemed. I mean, I, I thought I had a great life. Not great, but... <coughs> I'd had lots of opportunities. I couldn't have been more wrong. So our egos, which have been tricked or fooled or used in my case, or if you've hidden it because you don't, can't stand the pain or you're distracting with any kind of addiction, it's distraction from the event. My addiction was not anything in particular other than relentless rebranding, really trying to make the square fit in the hole. And except again, you're at the edge of the ocean building sandcastles that are being constantly torn down by the ocean, but you keep rebuilding. So I stuck to my narrative for a long time. It was pretty steadfast and powerful. I had all stories about who I was and blue blood. And he was, he always got on about we were blue blood. Just so much shit. He was an absolute piece of evil. Somebody said to me, well, somebody can't be 100% evil. Oh, yes, they can. <laughs> oh, yes, they can.
So I'd been buried. I was living in hell. I was owned by evil, tricked. And I was almost like a fossil. Like, in other words, you know, living under a very powerful armor of, you know, self-cancellation. And as the Shipibo said, you know, Maria, you abandoned your soul. Right? It's asking for you to come home. I had no idea because I had so been brainwashed and used by these really fucking evil people. I, you see, I, evil doesn't necessarily mean, you see, evil has an interesting, evil doesn't mean like there's a monster. Evil is the cruelty of a trick. I mean, the monster is easy, I see the monster. Oh, it's a monster, let me run from it. This was a really vile trick. You know, done with grooming and pretend and, you know, and, and, and criticism and judgment. There's something wrong with you, not us. This is vile of the highest order because, I mean, if you stick a monster in front of you, you can see the monster. You know, to do it to a child is just, I don't know where it falls in the category of evil. It's pretty high up there. So, um, I had no idea. I could have spent my whole life, you know, stumbling, you know, and hitting other walls and not knowing anything. But luckily I was blown off a cliff 20 years ago and had to begin this journey back. The power of the ayahuasca, I know there's other things like your boga and I don't, whatever it is that you, it is out there that can take you into these dimensions where you're stuck, where something has happened that you have no access to. Because early on, it's, um, you don't know, you're too little, you can't process it, it's all too, you can't do any of that, right? So, I had no idea. I had no idea I was a prisoner of this evil. I had no idea this man did what he did. I had no idea they both agreed. I had no idea I had built a whole person to accommodate them. I had no idea there was absolutely no love. I had no idea that I had invented everything. And that I was protecting them. And I had abandoned myself. <coughs> it was interesting because in one of the ceremonies, again, the ceremonies, are, if you actually do the ayahuasca in Peru, it's almost like the ceremony is the treatment plan. It just lays out the problems. And then you come back and little by little, 
you'll get to unravel all of it. Um, but in one of the ceremonies, I, you know, the Indians were calling me home and I couldn't leave. It was like I had this energetic pull, electromagnetic pull, like I couldn't leave my family. And that electromagnetic pull was a secret that I didn't know, was I was, you know, sold to basically a pedophile ring as a child. And I was keeping that secret and I was protecting them by keeping that secret. Because I think if I actually knew that or delivered that, you know, they had put the whole, you know, saving them on me as a child. So to deliver them in a way was to like, you know, let them die. There's a lot of like contracts made early on by these people with you if you've been traumatized. And it doesn't matter if they're, it doesn't have to be that, it could be anything, but they've made, you know, they've decided that's the relationship that you're going to have with them and that's your outlook on the world. And it's a slow dawning. It's not like, oh, okay, because it's almost like clay that's cracked and there's a little crack here and there's a little light and there's a little light and then the whole story sort of, comes back together and I, I think about it again as this you know your fine china that's been smashed to smithereens and she's and you're all these different pieces and then she sort of and the great ayahuasca kind of puts all the pieces back together but at the same time it's like she's cleansing you by showing you the truth and you have to face the truth And it's like your whole system has changed. I can't describe it. It's like your whole physical system has changed, your whole emotional body changed. It's like you're literally being re-sculpted. Because as you learn the truth of who you are, and it's little by little, it's these little slow dawnings. It's not just boom, it's like a little piece here, a little piece there. Little by little, you're kind of like put back together. And you're like, oh my God. This guy sold me to a pedophile ring. And made me keep this secret. And basically told them that my life, their lives depended on me doing this. I mean, it's insane. And the terror was so overwhelming of what they did. Of you know, I, was, I remember I was scuffling with someone. I just, I was very little. I was in the back of a car in a boot. It was just so awful. That I was paralyzed with fear. I mean, I played Miss Strong Woman, but deep down it was just pure terror. <coughs> so there's a dawning as there's a cleansing and a continual cleansing. As this was a major trick, this was a major con, this was a major paralysis, this is major terror, right? 
not only are you being sent out to be abused, you're also responsible for their livelihood. You know, if you don't do it, they're going to die. Um, you can't show any emotion about what's being done to you. You've got to shut down. I mean, it's just a complete shutdown. And then there's a, because you're so terrified and they're your parents, you have to make them okay. And you're stuck in that prison because now you're carrying the secret and you've made, been made responsible for them. And then there's all this trickery of they give you stuff and there was all this other like, you know, they put attention on you and I was a cash cow. Yeah. The pimp pays a hooker, right? And the weird relationship because there was my mother and me and then I became sort of the one that was important and she, I was just like, and she needed to be looked after. It was just, it was such a con. It, I had no idea. I had no idea. It's almost literally like leaving an island of zombies that you didn't know you were living in. Now, this is not an overnight gig. This has been happening... I've been slowly been re-sculpted for the last, well, I was meditating for 13 years and had a big kind of kundalini awakening, energetic break, and I got to see that it was something I had to deal with, this monster, and then the, you know, I think five years with the ayahuasca. Twice I went down there for, for what's 12 days to do the medicine, I think it was six or seven uh, sessions, and then came back and then had been sitting every day this was a major, this was a meteor hitting the earth and re, re, like completely, I just I was wiped out. My whole being was wiped out. Now what's interesting, <coughs> I, said, I use my, the example of this because it's so huge, right? I mean, this was particularly huge. Yours could be, you know, I mean, it's all trauma is horrific. I don't care what it is. Mine was yuck. But anyone, that little kid that's seen in this powerless place with a piece of evil doing anything to it, hurting it, beating it, whatever, it was just horrific. So I was, I was held prisoner by terror. And then by the weight of, you know, if you don't, we're all going to die you know, and don't have any feelings about what happened. It's just a complete wipeout. It was all terror. And in that terror, I had to reinvent them to make the terror, you know, to make everything work, to make life okay. I mean, I could have gone the other way. I could be under, a, you know, a, a, a bridge with a heroin needle in my arm. And I don't know why that didn't happen, but it didn't for some miraculous reason. <coughs> but mine was just wipe out and, you know, do the deed of the evil. Make it happy, make it successful. You know, marry the man, it needs to feel good. It was just a pure and utter takeover. And Again, it's not a kind of like you wake up and everything's fine gig. It's a slow 
awakening. It's almost like I've been buried under the ground and I've slowly been pulled up out of the ground. Like I was buried. I was somebody had dug a grave for me and thrown me in, stole my power and, you know, but my soul was just, just fucked off. Now, <clears throat> I didn't willingly disappear, right? I was met with a force so huge of evil that it wiped, wiped me out, and the evil won that gig. But now the evil is losing the gig because I've been kind of reconnected and surrendered to this incredibly powerful medicine, which is a sort of divinity a higher power, I don't know what, I don't, don't know how to describe it, I just know it's for me, I, it comes to me as a very powerful healer and reconnects me to my soul and to my heart and all that stuff and shows me the truth of what was going on. In this seeing, there is a truth and anger and hatred and rage and all the things you won't listen you won't hear about in spiritual circles like oh we have to be ever so nice and kind life is messy and emotions are here for a reason and don't get caught up in this you know kind of you know prim and proper boarding school afternoon french class kind of ordeal right happily ever after. That's not what, how life works. It's raw. I mean, I was held hostage by an evil so vile and so concealed, right? And so you look at him, you wouldn't think, you know, for a second this man was the you know, epitome of evil. So, but it's interesting is as you come out of, it's almost like a dream, like, why the fuck was I, right? She's literally pulling you out through layers and layers of resistance and layers and layers of terror and wipe out. And in this moment, I realized really yesterday that, oh my God, it was actually a pedophile ring. As I saw myself scuffling with someone and, and this thing that lives within me, this sort of big kind of dungeon keeper, which is pure, is trying to terrorize me, was the overwhelm I felt as a child by these people. And it didn't dawn on me. I mean, I knew it was a sort of pedophile room, but it, did, it became really clear to me yesterday. So how these things work is that the information and the truth is delivered slowly. It's like a dawning. It's a slow emerging. It's a slow dawning of an idea, right? It's a slow dawning of you. It's like if you've been buried, it's you're slowly being melted 
um, you're slowly being cleansed because you have all these dark energies around you if you've been traumatized. And it's like, wow, life can be fun, right? I was held prisoner and hostage by this evil. I had no idea. And I agreed to be a hostage because I was so terrified. I had no choice. Like, you know, it's either this. It's like the, 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 the terror was so huge. The, the, the terror of being hurt by him, the terror of being abandoned, which I already was, but it was like, you know, this whole family's going to fall apart if I don't do this. And he's like just screaming in anger. That was his tactic, was to bully and to scream and to terrorize, to con. So I say that I'm talking about the, my particular experience because it's been so incredibly powerful, I had no idea. Um, and I talk about it in the context of the ayahuasca because this medicine is insane. It's so powerful. There is no way I was ever going to be going, I was never going to go back to being one or two. There's no way. Even if I was hypnotized, there is no way energetically that I would ever know any of this. My terror was compounded by a zillion layers of energy. There was never any way I was going to betray this piece of evil because I was so terrified by it. There was never a way I was going to leave. So when people talk about awakening, to me it's sort of, it, it's not about like, oh, I move into this heavenly realm. I actually suppose you do, but you wake up from the hell that you're in. I mean, I had no idea. And this con, I had no idea. It's shocking. And I said, as I said, with the ayahuasca, I would never have known had the ayahuasca, had I not done ayahuasca. I... I don't know how I got into ayahuasca, I have no idea. I mean, I ended up, you know, first of all, I started doing meditation, then I had this kind of like energetic shift, and then I, I don't know. It just, I have no idea how any of this happened. What I do know, I mean, who, who controls anything? We don't. Nobody controls anything, right? You think you do, but you don't. But I do know I was trapped in hell. I had no idea that was happening. And I was wiped out, and I was held hostage, and I was not in life. I was just shut down with pure terror. And it is like leaving the land of zombies. You didn't even know you were in the land of zombies. It really feels like a sort of psychic attack, yeah, early on. This person was not my parent. He was this piece of evil 
And this pedophile ring and what happened there, I need to sort of see and learn more about. But you see, what happens is as the terror is removed, you can see more. So the ayahuasca gives you this incredible cushion and love and embrace that allows you not to be terrified anymore so you can allow yourself to see the truth of what happened because you're able to deal with it now because you have this incredible divine partnership with divinity in some way and love and caring. And, and I would never have known that this piece of vile kind of energy lived within me that terrified me had I not done ayahuasca and had this incredible, again, plant spirit aid me in recovering to see it. Because I was on the run from it. I was on the, you know, the cusp of the, the universe. I was on the edge of galaxies and my whole soul had been taken. I was terrified. I was terrified of seeing the truth. I was terrified of everything. Pure evil. Why it happened, I don't know. Definitely not my parents. <laughs> Definitely not my parents. Um, she was right, I was stolen. Why or dinner? No idea. Why I'm not under a bridge? Dinner. And so what you have to say, so here's the deal, if you, if you're been terrorized and you're living under this and you're carrying some horrible secret or some terrible trauma that you have no access to. So you, first of all, you don't know. So now you're just walking around like, you know, slamming against the wall or you're just doing the conveyor belt life and thinking everything's fine, but somehow feeling uncomfortable and it's not. No. So there's that. So first of all, is the actual act of what happened that you can't remember. Then there's sort of this, this sort of the terror building all these resistances. And it's already unstable, but you can't see it in your armor, and it's far away, and you have no access to it. And then you do something, or something terrible happens, and then you have access, and you begin to penetrate and go into. And, and then finally, I've been doing this for 20 years now, you finally say, oh my God, here is the ugly truth. You know, you were sent out to pedophile ring, and you've gone through all the anger and the hatred, and I, you know, I still fucking hate them. Um, I don't know how long that's going to last, but like, and I still have to know a little bit, obviously I need to know more about what happened in this pedophile ring. And, but there's this like, you are now in the audience. So before you're on stage, this is happening, this is, this is happened to you. But now in this scenario with the ayahuasca is that you are removed from that energy. She has unshackled you from that energy. So now you are the audience, you're looking at yourself, you're looking at the situation. You can finally, it's like a drone, you've been pulled out of that landscape because you're no longer scared about facing what happened because this incredible medicine has become your ally and has basically guided you out. It's like, you know those hostage situations where the person's got a gun against your head and they're, they're negotiating with the police? You know, the police is on walkie-talkies and they're on the phone and they're negotiating, letting go of the hostage. The ayahuasca's like that. She's 
negotiating getting you out of there if you've been traumatized and captured by this evil or by a trauma and she's like the negotiator she actually takes you out she'll cleanse you she'll show you and in the end what you're looking at is this horrific truth of evil it's horrific And you're finally pulled out of all your armor and all your stories, and none of it can work here because now everything has been seen. You need all that armor. You need all that resistance when there's no love and there's terror and pure, unadulterated horror, fear, right? You have to keep small and packed and fossilized and you can't let the thing be released and you're literally like this sponge that has no water in it and you're just dry and brittle and it's just, it's all packed into you, right? You're just like this kind of like pretzeled up thing. You're carrying all that terror, all that resistance, all that pretend, all that fakery, all that kind of like shut downness. You, you, you're not here. All of your consciousness is taken up by pretending that none of this happened. And the ayahuasca slowly but surely like pours her love into you and you're released. More and more your stories are being released. You're, and then suddenly like you see the ugly center which is this writhing monster that's this fucking cunt of a parent who sent you out to be abused because you actually see it in you. You see its actual physical presence. And you see the memories of what that, phys that thing, the memories are locked in with that evil, with that hostage taking. And that literally spirit lives within you. And as that thing, a spirit is being released, that energetic evil, literally that kind of dungeon keeper. So the memories are being released more and more. So what she's doing is she's, literally dissolving everything so everything can be seen, everything that was packed and refused and memories, everything. And the thing, the person that did it to you, and it's just this whole release. And it's like this awakening, like, oh my God. Oh my God. I was held hostage by that evil. And I had no idea. It's like you almost separate. You leave the island of zombies. And as you're leaving the island, you can look back and see all the zombies, like, on the shore. Like, you were rescued from them. And you're no longer part of them. And you know now that you will never return there. And the further away your boat goes, the more of a memory there will be. They will no they, you can no longer be owned by them. And in fact, in one of the ceremonies, and I think one of the great things about the Mother Ay the Ayahuasca for me is that she, even though this has been a long journey, she showed me in the ceremonies what the outcome would be. She showed me leaving. I didn't understand what I was leaving. I mean, I, I was leaving the, I, I mean, I did. I knew I was leaving 
I was like under the earth and I was being, I was coming out from under the earth. She showed me that I would come out from under the earth and into the light, into the, you know, onto the earth, right? From underground to the, to the you know, on top of the earth. She showed it to me, but I didn't know what the process would be to get there. Right? It's been, last time I was in Peru, it was like, I came back and nothing was working. I couldn't get work. My phone stopped ringing. It was just like crazy. I had to do the work of sitting and and seeing and dissolving. I just had so much terror. It was a wipeout. I was buried with a wipeout. What a piece of evil. So... It's been a slow surfacing, right? Um, and the thing that kept me hostage, and it you know, depends on what, whatever it was done to you by whom, was this person who tricked and conned and used and made a contract with me and did all this shit when I was like one, two, three, whatever, very little. And made me his guardian and, and bullied and he was, and kept this sort of secret with me and made me responsible, and just this horrible thievery and trickery and vileness. And because he terrified in the, everyone in the family, everybody agreed to it, but with me it was sort of worse because he actually used me in this kind of interchange of goods, right? He willingly sacrificed my intimacy for his agenda. Now, you know, people say if you're marked early on, then it stays with you forever. I, I don't, again, this is another thing about this incredible medicine, it doesn't. I mean, yes, you're going to have to see it and relive it. But the energetic shifting, actually, it shifts everything, physically, emotionally, mentally, everything is shifted. And everything is healed. And everything is seen. Again, it's, it's more and more seeing it. Eventually, the idea is to remove all of it. The energy of those men on my little body being removed. The energy of that vile parent, not a parent, that evil. And the terror being removed. It's almost always, it's always on my back, right? You are physically being moved. I mean, it's a whole shift. And so what's interesting is this thing, this thing owned my whole being this evil that he did in this trick and this con. It was at the center, this kind of dark, you know, poisonous piece of evil was at the center of my whole energetic field. And around it, I had, you know, just taken over, right? It just owned me. And I had to come back into my whole energetic field and see it and then, you know, try to extricate it. Again, I did that with, I didn't do it. It was the ayahuasca has helped me do that. There's no way another ape would ever... No way. No way. No way.
so as I've said, you've got to sort of surrender to something bigger. You've got to know what you don't know, which is basically everything as far as I'm concerned. And you have to trust what it's doing, even though you don't know what's going on. And you will fight it because your ego has been built to, you know, not feel pain after all the pain you felt as a child. And you don't know where it's going to take you or who you are after it or anything. There's just a complete, like, giving up to the universe. So, what is the gift of that? <coughs> the gift is you get the truth. You get to be released from Zombie Island. You get to see it all. You get to have fun again. Everything but everything was basically armor and terror. It may have looked great, it may have sounded great, it may have looked, you know, the whole part, may have acted, but it was, you know, it was dancing on hot coals. And I had translated that evil into something that was nice when it was just pure evil. I had no idea. It was pure, it was just survival. So this is my tiny corner of the universe. It's my little tiny grain of sand on a vast, infinite ocean of sand. Everybody's having their own experience of this universe in their own right. This is my experience. It was in hell. It was trauma a zillion percent, hostage-taking a zillion percent happened early on. I had not a clue. I was completely owned. And I'm only now awakening to the full truth of it. I don't know what lies ahead of me. I know what lay behind me. And I've been rescued from that. Continue to be rescued. There's more still that needs to be seen I think um, but I kind of get the whole getting I'm getting to see the whole picture and I'm talking get it to see I mean physically understand it you know like understand it in the totality of what happened like I'm inhabiting now the person that I am that's been cleansed by the knowing and the seeing that is the power of this medicine I was completely asleep and owned. And again, everybody's having their own individual experience of the universe. Um, but if you have discomfort and if you feel that you're in the same place in a loop, and whatever it is, I mean, mine happens to be quite extreme, but it could be anything, right, that stops you from filling, from living the fullness of your life, then it might be worth investigating the ayahuasca. It's, the journey will be unique. It'll be your own. She works with each person in a very unique way. But it's a plant, it has consciousness, it's been here way before us, it's another, you know, 
um, expression of the universe. We're just apes, just another form of this divinity, as is a shellfish, as is a you know planet, as is a person. It's all the same thing. <coughs> We're just different manifestations of it. And with different intelligence. So if you're willing to surrender to this other intelligence, then it's it can be absolutely miraculous. How long it will take, what it will do, I have no idea. I can't tell you. I thought I always think, oh, I wonder how I could, you know, help. I can't do anything to help. I just it's the medicine that's what works. That's not. I have no. I'm just another human ape. I'm just another ape, right? Um, it is the thing, the power. I mean, it's, that's that's why no one put on robes and pretend that it's it. It's not. The Shipibo are the channelers for it. The Shipibo are the doctors because they know how the plant, you know, the, the plants work through them. They worked with the plants for many years. It's like that, you know, they know how. They're not giving you the information. They're, they're channelers to help you heal. The information is given by the plants to the Shipibo who have worked with the plants. So when you're in a ceremony, you know, the plants are, you know, the, the plants are telling the Shipibo what to sing and where the trauma is. And, you know, when you do the ayahuasca, it's the plants, you know, that's, that's what's working on you. The Shipibo is just guiding them. The plants work through the Shipibo. And I certainly, you know, I'm sitting here in New York being healed by the plants, and, you know, the Shipibo are directing them from Peru. You have to have a leap of faith. You can't be, you know, too accountant-like about your reality because, you know, it's very small, our vision of it. And, um, yeah, so if you want to know the truth about who you are and you're not stuck on, like, just, you know, advertising slogans and you really want to know. And I remember, actually, I was just thinking, you know, one of the, it's a few years ago. I had a ceremony where I was like being taken. That was the beginning of this journey, really. I was taken into the woods by this nymph. I was thinking, I wonder how long this is going to be in this jungle. <laughs> Five years later, I'm like almost out of the jungle. And that's a shadow, right? The whole overgrowth of what had truly happened. It's spectacular. It's miraculous. It's. Yeah, there are no words for any of this. I have no idea how it works. I don't know what it is. And as I said, I can't, you know, I'm not, all I have is my experience of it. There's not, I'm not going to put on a funny robe and pretend I, I don't know anything. Um, I can only speak about my experience which has been truly, yeah, it's been miraculous with the medicine. Who knows, I could have, you know, something terrible could have happened to me with all this information, this secret. This could have just leaked all over my system and I could have had some horrible disease. I don't know. I feel, 
truly blessed. It's not, again, <clears throat> a holier-than-thou thing. You're not going to sit and go, oh, life is spiritual, everything's so spiritual and lovely. No. <clears throat> if you've repressed feelings and emotions and you're going to feel stuff that you've never felt, you're not going to like, you're going to see things you don't like, you, you know, whatever. It's messy, it's like death, it's like birth. It's terrifying sometimes, it's incredibly div divinely insane. You know, it can be, it's many things. You just have to work and let yourself be guided by something so much bigger. And I, I will never forget the first thing that we were told in the jungle, which was whatever she's doing, she's doing to heal you. And it's like anything, sometimes it's very difficult and sad and painful and and she, I don't know how the, this plant medicine understands, but she does. So she's going to give you as much as you can take. And it's so funny because, like, I'm terrified of injections, but, you know, stick me with the devil. I don't have that many. I can do that. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, she's going to. And sometimes it's going to get very dark, and you just have to keep trusting that wherever you're going is where you need to go to heal. We're extremely lucky. I feel extremely lucky to have known that this exists. I, you know. So yeah, if you're on the healing path, you know, stop by the ayahuasca. She's a pretty powerful healer. All right, bye.